We are with one of the stars of Breaking Balls. They come at you every Saturday fierce. One, one of the two, John Snyder. John, how's it going, buddy? Hey, how's it going, guys? Thank you so much for having me. No problem. So right now we're at the back end of NFL Honors. So far, Charles Woodson, Cal- Calvin Johnson are in the hall. You know, I'm, I'm sure some guy paid a Manning Hill. He'll make the hall too. I'm I'm not sure he may be good or not, you know. But uh, what do you what what do you think of Steve Harvey host hosting so far this year again? I'm sorry, say that one more time. What do you think Steve Harvey did ho- hosting NFL honors again so far? Uh, actually, you know what? I wasn't able to catch it this year, so I actually missed out on that one. Oh wow. You got to keep in mind, it's, uh, it's funny because, like, you know, Breaking Balls is a baseball podcast, so right. I take any opportunity I can to talk football, but I don't get to watch, you know, as much of the stuff as I'd like to sometimes. Oh, man, man. Well, uh... How did it go? What did you guys think? Uh, so so far, it's it's pretty good. You know, it's it's just a regular award show, you know. They they, they save Hall of Fame for last with uh, the Walter Payton Man of the Year for last, um... But it's different though, right? With COVID, normally you have everyone laughing in in the stage, and and so far they're mixed up in L.A. and Tampa, right? So they have Steve Harvey at at SoFi Stadium, and and that's the Chargers Rams, and the, and he has a screen in front of him. So there's all NFL players, you know, you know between retirees, you know Emmitt Smith and you know, um, and, and current players, and then you got Goodell at Tampa right. for, for for the Super Bowl, so it's just, it's just different. So kind of it's, doing some, like, remote crowds and, uh, and, like, piping it in? Yeah, well, well, not crowds, it's just because it's social distancing, so, so they're using two different stadiums, and, and they have the award winners with their awards. Oh, okay, and, I gotcha. And because normally... When they give the words, it's a card, but but now for COVID, they're using a tablet, and it's just it's a different different feel. Well, you know what? When it comes to Steve Harvey, I forget which award show he was hosting, but last year or like two years ago, he had that big fuck up where he read the wrong name. So I think the standard is as long as he hasn't announced anybody wrong, you know, as long as he's not like announcing any current players getting into the hall, he's probably doing okay by Steve Harvey standards. Yeah, I mean the only thing I didn't like, of course, you know he. He took too much of a jab at the Patriots, you know. He because he's a Browns fan, so of course the one year they make the playoffs and the Pats don't, he uh he enjoyed himself a little too much there. Uh, well, bro, you know I'm a Jets fan, so I'm not gonna. But but spe- I'm speaking of that, you know, there is a man, Tom Brady, 43 years old. He is in another Super Bowl. He's playing. He's playing Patrick Mahomes. You're you're one of thirteen total guests, and first of all, thank you so much for coming on. Lo- love what you're doing with breaking balls, and what do you what do you think is gonna happen tomorrow night? Well, first, thank you for the kind words. I appreciate that. Um, all right, so I mean, it's probably no surprise as a Jets fan. I'm all in on the Chiefs here, and it's for one of the reasons you think that an extra one. Because first and foremost, I can't swallow Tom Brady, bro. He's, he's fucked up my team for too many years, for too long, and I know he's not a Patriot anymore, but I just, I, I, I cannot root for him. I'm, like, contractually obligated to root against him. Right. So right off the bat, 
I was going for the Bucks. On top of all that, my roommate slash best friend is a Raiders fan, and we live mm-hmm. together. So uh, suffice it to say, he does not care for the Chiefs. So on both levels, on the fuck Brady tip, and also on the I want to see my roommate pissed off tip, I am all in on the Chiefs. Okay. Now, the question is, will you be in the same room with Emily, or or will you be watching at home? And if you are, will em- Emily watch any bit of the Super Bowl? You know what? I, whatever I guess, I'm probably going to guess wrong. But if I had to, just off the top of my head, she might watch it for the commercials. Because one thing I know about him is she does not give a shit about football, which, again, that's why I get a kick out of being asked to do this. Because, you know, whatever football I talk in breaking balls, it's best to come back around to baseball and not get that deep. Um... But yeah, so I mean, I I think she may watch some of it just because it's an event, you know. Even people right. who don't like football will still watch the Super Bowl. But uh, I'm watching it uh, at my house with my roommates, and uh, we're all hardcore football fans, so we're all uh, we're all here for the right reasons. You know what I mean? Yeah, you 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 are a fantasy football champion, right? Oh, that's a just a, I appreciate that, and I want to clarify that's a back to back fantasy football champion. Uh, thank you very much. Ooh, back to back. Who's your Who's your team? Who'd you pick? Well, uh, oh god, it's been a couple. Uh, it's been like a month now. Let me think. My big guy was uh, I had DeAndre Hopkins and Dalvin Cook leading the way. Those are my two studs. Uh, fought my way through the injuries, and you know I had Drew Brees, and then you know Drew Brees fell apart because he's a million years old. And uh, like like any fantasy football championship, you know you got to make the right moves along the way. Nothing's won or lost in the draft. And uh, I managed to pull it off twice in a row. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it another time, so I'm trying to enjoy this while it lasts. Hey, man, I mean, you're doing back-to-back, so you're doing something right. But there are going to be a couple people who's going to say, hey, uh, we're really sick of John winning this thing. Come on, man. Let's just let's just all team up together, and one of us got to beat him, right? <laughs> I got to think, yeah, somebody's got to collude against me at this point. I mean, it's the only way they can beat me. So, would it be Snydergate? Snydergate? <laughs> I like that. That's it. It, it is now. It's 100% Snydergate when that goes down. And give us a score prediction for tomorrow night. Score prediction for tomorrow night? I'm going to go... 31-27, Chiefs. Ooh, close game. And I think it's going to be close just because, I mean, hey, we've talked about as much as I complain about Brady. I also have a begrudging respect for Brady. I know what he can do. I know how he can get the ball down the field. So I do anticipate a decently high-scoring game. I think it's going to be close. Um, and I wouldn't be surprised if it ends with a Patrick Mahomes, you know, driving down the field to win the whole damn thing. Now, let's just say that the Bucks win the game. That would make Brady 7-3. and three. Will that answer, was it Brady or Belichick? I gotta be honest, man. I know you're a Patriots fan, so I'm gonna tread lightly here. I dislike Bill Belichick way more than I dislike Tom Brady. And if I'm being honest, this past Patriots season to me was a little bit of uh, the Emperor has no clothes. You know, don't get me wrong, no disrespect to Cam, but uh, it was not the same Patriots that they had under Brady. So I think that that answer has already mostly been answered, but. Uh, yeah, if he wins tomorrow, that's that's a nail in the coffin, man. That's it. Yeah, you know, I got bamboozled, man. When the Pats side came, I was like, you know what? 
we may not win 12, 13 games, but but we're going to be 9 or 10. We're going to be going for a wild card spot, especially with that BS extra spot. And they couldn't even make that. So that part, that part pissed me off. And longtime Steeler Alan Fanica just got the Hall of Fame call. So that's another one for the Hall. Um, you know, that's that's obviously big. And uh, well, I'll tell you what, man. I know, I know our teams are rivals. You know, Jets and Patriots. But one thing we can agree on is these fucking Bills are going to be a problem for us for a while. There, they look. I know they didn't make it all the way, but they look legit as fuck. They're going to be scary. The one thing I think Josh Allen needs to do, he gotta start throwing the ball away, man. Because in that title game, he's taking 10, 16 yard sacks, right? If you're doing that, how, right. how do you expect to win games? You know, so. You know what, man? I think, I think you're 100% right, but it's also important to be patient. You know, we gotta remember how young Josh Allen still is. And even if you just look year after year, he grows by leaps and bounds. So I would be concerned if, yeah, if we go through another season and, you know, he's holding on to the ball and, you know, getting stupid sacks and stuff like that. That's an area for concern, but so far, I mean, it kills me to say this for a divisional rival, but his track record, if I had to guess, I think he's going to figure it out. I think he's the real deal. Now, because this pod won't come out till around 3.45 tomorrow, I think Emily won't care that you answer this question. Okay. What was your thoughts on Trevor Bauer going to the Dodgers? You know what? I Early on, I, I bought into the whole, hey, man, you know, he's the Cy Young. How could you not want the Cy Young? But time went on, and the whole Bauer song and dance stick act, that got old for me. And uh, especially how it went down yesterday. I don't know to what extent it was planned, but he's kind of a troll, so I believe it. You know, between leaking the, the Mets hat and the Angels hat and, you know, jerking us around. At the end of the day, it seems like he just used the Mets to get the best deal that he possibly could from the, uh, excuse me, the best deal that he possibly could from the Dodgers. Because, you know, he's from SoCal. He knew he was going to go back there. So uh, I feel a little used, and uh, I'm okay with it, to be honest. I don't think he's going to live up to how much they're paying him. I'm not saying he'll be bad, but you're paying the guy $40 million, that's... That's a high fucking standard he needs to meet, and uh, if he doesn't do it, they're going to they're gonna crucify him out there. So, I mean, at the end of the day, the Dodgers are fucking scary now. I can't deny that. I mean, well, scarier. They were scary. Now they're even more scary. But uh, I got to be honest, I'm not disappointed at this point because I think that money could be used to extend Lindor, extend Conforto. Let's look at some pitching, maybe like Paxton or Oda Rizzi. Uh, ben Olgan throwing around maybe a center fielder. Uh Justin Turner's name has been thrown around lately, so... What about Jackie Bradley? a lot of doors for us. Well, Jackie Bradley Jr., I have mixed feelings on, because, um, you know, I mean, I love his defense. How could you not? But he's kind of a one-way player, and he's a Boris guy, and Boris is looking for, like, four or five years. I don't need four years of Jackie Bradley Jr. You want to talk about a year or two, maybe an opt-out, something like that? That's a conversation, but four years? I don't know, man. And one last baseball before a little more football... How are you going to feel if it's NLCS, Game 1? Now, you're going to answer for both scenarios. Scenario 1, the Grom and Bauer duel. Seven innings apiece, zero runs, you know, six-plus strikeouts for the two of them. 
That's scenario one. So how would you feel okay. about that? I mean, if anything, that might be the scenario that I expect. Um, so obviously, you know, DeGrom's the best pitcher in baseball. I expect excellence from him. And Bauer is no fucking joke, man. You know, I could, I could definitely see that scenario coming through. Scenario two. It's the second inning. Bauer one and one-thirds. Three strikeouts. Five runs, including a big Pete Alonzo two-run shot. And Bauer has to get taken out of the game. Well, that scenario, I don't know if it's more likely, but it definitely makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. And I'm super hoping that that's what happens. <laughs> that's what's up. And where, in, in about 16 minutes, we're going to have two-time Super Bowl champion, former New England Patriot, Jarvis Green on the pod. Oh, very cool. Congrats, man. That's that's right. So one one champion following another champion and you're you're working tomorrow. Will you miss the Super Bowl? No. Fortunately I'm out of work at six. My house is like twenty, twenty five minutes away from work, so my plan is to make it just in time for kickoff the beer cracked in my hand, ready to go. You know what? You should make it and John we, you know, James, James in here because he's, he's, he's on his way home from church, but, you know, he's, he's going to listen to this. He'll let you know his thoughts, but from, from the both of us, we truly do love what you and Emily are doing at Breaking Balls. DJ does a great job, and I haven't listened to today's episode yet, p- preparing for this, but Monday I will, and just, just keep it up, man, don't. Don't worry about the crazy people on Twitter. You know they they don't do much with their lives. So just 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 keep breaking those balls, man. I appreciate that, Nick. Yeah, I mean, you know, me, Emily, and DJ Bingington, it's, it's a true pleasure every week. Really love doing it. And, uh, I mean, we can't wait for games to get started, you know, first and foremost. Spring training is a little over a week away right now. And uh, and I got to say, we just had our – it's funny. We've been in this pattern where we record and then news drops the next day. We record on Thursdays. That was the case with Bauer. We recorded the episode on Thursday. Right. DJ Bingington spends all day Friday mixing it. So we actually missed the Bauer stuff. So if anything, you got my exclusive thoughts on Bauer that you'll hear on Breaking Balls next week too. Dope. And 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 one last baseball question: Do you yes, think sir. do you think Steve Cohen will come back to Twitter? Got reaction? Yes. I think he's going to give it some time. Um, I think that it got a little too uh, a little too hot in the kitchen for him, which again, you know, he kind of brought it on himself. Um, I would be surprised if he's not back on at some point during the season. Maybe not by opening day, but I don't know. I, I just got a feeling he, he built up a lot of goodwill early on, and he, he may have burned off some of it, but uh, I think when things cool down, he'll be back if I had to guess. All right, man. Enjoy that Super Bowl tomorrow. Thanks so much, Nick. It's been a pleasure, man. Yes, sir. And we are here with the two-time Super Bowl champion of the New England Patriots, Mr. Jarvis Green. Jarvis, how is your Saturday night going so far? It's going pretty good right now. I'm in uh, Naples, getting a little rest for tomorrow. We had a lot of things to do uh, for, for business. We came down here to uh, launch a, a, a Chef to You app, you know, in Naples for the beta beta test city here. So just getting ready for the game tomorrow, man. It's going to be a fun game, action pack, and uh, it's going to be good to see Tom Brady and Mahomes all uh, go at it. 
That's excellent. And before we get to the Super Bowl, um, you know, with when when it comes to being on an NFL team, you know, reporters and whatnot, male, female reporters, if something's going on that shouldn't be going on in 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 a locker room, do you think the players would feel comfortable to talk to each other and, you know, try to make what's going on stop? Going from 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 continue to happening. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we all you know one team, and I mean we have privacy as well. You know, for us in the locker room, because at the end of the day, you know, you have different media that comes in and out, and with the Super Bowl, you know, you got you got so many international, uh, you know, TV news media that comes in. And I think, you know, like even like when I played, sometimes some things was a little fishy. If you know, if it was. Anybody, you know, false harassment, uh, uh, people come in, but the, you know, it's like a double standard, you know, what, what, what the men, vice versa, with the women reporters, you know, who come into the, the locker room, you know, and of course, men can't go into female locker room, you know, right. so it's kind of crazy the way it is, you know. Yeah, it's it's one thing that really sucks, man. I mean. You know things, things like that shouldn't be happening, and and lately it seems like it's happening way too much, and you know that's that's just not right. No, it's not right. It's not fair at all. But I mean, you know, again, it's a double standard, and crazy um, times we live in right now. But but I think just as a male or a female, we we all we all are the same people. You know, it just I guess determines. Um, the standards are, are, you know, it's kind of hard. It's like, it's like a thin line, you know, but these days you got to kind of like watch what you say and watch what you do. I agree. And so far, Bill Nunn, Charles Woodson, Calvin Johnson, John Lynch got into the Hall of Fame. Alan Fanica got in. And there's, there's some guy, Peyton Manning, I mean, I think he'll get in, you know, he he had a pretty good football career, right? Oh, yeah, definitely, man. I mean, all those guys, you just say some big names, uh, big guys, played, you know, strong football in their careers. And, and, and I think all those guys deserve to be in, you know, in the Hall of Fame. But at the same time, you know, you got the system, you got the voting system. And depending on if you got, you know, the first time, you, you know, you got accepted on the, the ballots, you know, so again, it's, it's, uh, it's in line with that too, but I think all those guys deserve to be Hall of Famers. Now, we had our first guest, his name is John, he picked the Kansas City Chiefs 31-27, to so before you make your pick, what's, what's it like to see Tom Brady in another Super Bowl, man, this is now 10 you played with him. Are you surprised he's in another one? No, I'm not surprised. I mean, time is to go. This is the 10th one. He had a chance to break all NFL records. You know, if you get a win, to get, you know, seven, seven Super Bowl wins. I mean, he has six now. And it's going to be a tough game because, you know, you got the GOAT, the, the, the wise, the, the, he's the professor. But then you got the pupil, you know, with Mahomes. But Mahomes, I mean, he won last year. They have a chance. <clears throat> We go back to back, and also the thing about the Super Bowl matchup is that I think these two teams um, are not intimidated 
at all by each other. You know, a lot of times you got teams that's intimidated by the other team. But, but I mean, it's going to be a gunslinging, you know, game. It's going to be a tough game. But at the end of the day, I think whoever plays the best defense will be successful. All right. Don't don't give me the score yet, but who do you got winning the Super Bowl tomorrow? Right now, I mean, I'm still thinking, man. I really don't know. Uh, <clears throat> but I guess I could say uh, Kansas City because their offense is so high power. You know, you got you got Claire. You know, you got Edwards. You got you got. I think Hunt will have a break a breakout game. He always runs hard. He's a backup. But you know, when he was at Cleveland, I mean, he was a star running back. But then you got uh, you got Kelsey, you know, so they got so many weapons for Kansas City. But then you got Tampa Bay, who've been playing crazy defense the last four or five games. So it's really, it's really going to be about who's going to make the turnovers. But, but I think Kansas City going to have a chance to pull it out. And are you looking forward to watching the weekend in the halftime show? Yeah, I do. I want to see that. That's going to be fun. It's going to be awesome. Uh you know, it's kind of sad with COVID. You got a third of the stadium that's going to be in there, but at least everybody, you know, in America, in their house, you know, they can watch the game. I mean, they can watch the concert. It's going to be a great halftime performance. And you, I've been seeing all the, the hype and in, in, in the commercials with the weekend, so I think he's going to put on a hell of a show. With you playing in two Super Bowls, right, it's it's different. It's not your regular 10-minute half, you know, halftime, and then you go back out there. With with the halftime show being a little longer, you know, yeah. is it is it harder to stay fresh and stay stretched and stay energized from your from your average halftime show? Yeah, because I think regular season is ten. This is going to be twenty. So I know it's going to pass by quick, but for the guys in the locker room, it's going to be that other the extra ten minutes. It's like it's an eternity. So I know a lot of times coach used to come in there and say, you know, get your rest, sit down, relax, catch your breath, collect your thoughts. And then the, and then the next 10 minutes, everybody's like stretching, uh, you know, loosening up to go back out there and play the game. And when you were in your Super Bowls, were you were you curious who how, how those shows are going? Or were you just so locked in that that you just didn't care? I, I didn't care. I was locked in, but you heard the noise, you heard the concert, you heard the stadium chanting. Uh, so I mean, it's kind of cool, you know. But but it's, it's the, the funny thing is, you really get the update from the family like after the game on how the concert is because unlike any other game people try to go use the bathroom right before halftime to get back in their seats to watch the free entertainment that comes with the Super Bowl. So it's a lot of excitement for the family that they can enjoy and then they can share the, the experience with us after the game. Now, um, who's who's your favorite half, halftime show performer? Well, I mean, I, I, I think Madonna... Always did great. I'm not sure. I don't remember if Beyonce, you know, but Madonna, Beyonce, I mean, I think Taylor Swift. I'm not sure of all who performed, but I mean, every Super Bowl has a hell of a performance. Because, see, I was, I was, uh, I played the Super Bowl when Janet Jackson exposed her chest. Yes, Janet Jackson and Justin Timberlake, yep. And so, I mean... You know, that was crazy because I remember when it happened, she had the malfunction 
and you can hear the entire stadium going crazy like somebody scored a touchdown. So that was very interesting just to hear the noise in the lock from the locker room. Yeah, and then 2005 had Paul McCartney. You know, last year was J-Lo and Shakira. My favorite one was was Broncos Seahawks with with Bruno Mars in, in New York. I I thought that was an excellent halftime show. Um, he was hell of a performance, hell of a hell of a hell of a um stage. You know when he performed Bruno Mars, but he always put on a good show, just like the like everybody else. And did you just see the thirty for thirty that came out with with Al Davis, Just Win Baby? No, no, I, I I didn't see it at all. I mean, how was it? Oh, it is so good, man. He they 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 had a CGI thing to where they had Al Davis and and the commissioner talk talk as how they would talk if they were still alive. And it was it was a fantastic doc. It's about an hour and fifteen twenty minutes, man. When you have time this week, you gotta check it out. It is so good. I'm, I'm gonna try to check it out because I mean we're here in Naples until in Florida until Wednesday. So when I get back home, I'm gonna try to check it out and just and just you know, um, yeah, I love Al Davis. I mean he he was a trendsetter and. Back in the day, and you know, he led with an iron fist, and uh, he was just one of those great owners, you know. If we're going into the fourth quarter, let's say it's Chiefs twenty six to twenty, and it's five minutes left on the clock. Bucks got the ball. Both both teams have three timeouts. Do you think Brady will let Mahomes get the ball again? No, he's not. They're gonna try to uh, position situation, run the clock out, move the ball, vision, give and go, uh, stay in bounds until you gotta get out of bounds. And they're gonna try their best to get a score with you know, probably giving Mahomes you know, a minute left, maybe two, but I mean Mahomes is just as dangerous as Brady if he has two minutes left to try to score because that's the thing about Kansas City. They can score from anywhere. You got Tyreek Hill who could catch a ball and make a 70-yard play. So it's going to be very risky to give the ball back to uh, Mahomes with two minutes left. Tyreek Hill really is, Gary. He he might be the fastest man out of all major four sports. I mean, the only one I can even think of is is maybe Billy Hamilton. He's a Major League Baseball outfielder. But yeah. his his afterburners, man, is just... You know, you know, you know. That's why I think Travis Kelsey is going to eat up a lot because he's, you know, you got a double hill. You have to. You can't yeah, you, you leave do. him and solo. That, yeah, and at the same time, I know, you know, you know, Gronk. Gronk, he has he been playing, but he hasn't been in the focus of Tampa Bay. But I think in the Super Bowl, he has so much experience with Brady playing together. So I think Gronk is going to be a big key in this game as well. And Brady will look for him to get the ball to him, for him to make some big plays. And give us your score prediction for tomorrow night. They get Kansas City 42, Tampa 35. Ooh. And before... And before we get you out of here, it's Black History Month, and every episode, me and James, um, been been highlighting 
important African Americans. So you know, give us give us one sports and one non sports of 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 who you like. Well, I, I gotta say with sports, you know, I gotta, I'm gonna say Doug Williams. Just being, you know, uh, Tampa Bay, he was there for a minute, but you know, of course, he won with the Redskins. So Doug, I know Doug Williams personally, and I met him a bunch of times to talk to him. Always since I was in high school, you know, and uh, okay, he tried to recruit me uh, out of high school to go, but I think we, I think he was at uh, either Howard, but he was a coach of one of the black schools. You know, so he's a guy that I look up to, uh, you know, being first black quarterback to win a Super Bowl in the NFL. And, uh, and also off the field, I got to say, you know, I mean, from Rosa Parks to Martin Luther King to Malcolm X, Thurgood Marshall, there's so many different people you can name for black history to be proud of. And, and those people were trendsetters, and some of them had to die, you know, take the risk. Unfortunately. We had to be with minorities, just have an opportunity, you know, to, to, to work here in America. You know, America is free and proud, and uh, it's an opportunity now with everybody, you know, taking a sacrifice for us back in the day. And and because you brought up Malcolm X, and, and maybe you didn't see it yet, but did you see the movie One Night in Miami? Yeah, I watched it twice, man. Great movie just to see Malcolm X, Sam Cooke. Muhammad Ali, Jim Brown, to be all together, superstars, all those guys changed the game, the industry for what they've done. You know, I didn't even know Sam Cooke was a guy that had his masters, you know, when it came to his music, all his his category, you know, his music and his records. So just to hear some of the history and and to hear, you know, just to see, it was a great movie, man. Great movie. Oh, I loved it. My favorite scene was the roof scene. It was so dramatic. It was real. It was raw. I I th- I I thought Regina King did a fantastic job. Yeah, she did, man. I mean, kudos to her. Uh, that movie. I hope hopefully a lot of the younger kids can see the movie and understand the history because I know it's not what it used to be. You know, even like in school, it depends on where you're at. You know, I mean, I grew up in the South, so Black History was really, really big for us, you know, and it's just so funny because when we, my kids grew up in uh, in the Northeast in Denver and, and, and it's not that stressed about the Black History Month like it is down south, you know. Alright, Jarvis, before we get you out of here, tell tell the people where they can eat your lovely shrimp, man. I got my shrimp, Oceans 97. Uh, you got the website, ocean, uh, www.ocean97.com. You can go on there, and also, uh, once you go in there, it has a link to Amazon. So, we in local stores in the south, you know, Louisiana, Alabama, Mississippi, and the store called Rouse's. Pretty specialty meats, but you get from Amazon. But also, coming soon, you gotta, they gotta check out my uh, uh, app, Chef to You. We launched a new app. It's for the chefs out there, the private chefs, that they could go out there and even brick and mortar that they could go and sell and get an uh, inspired meal you know, to the customer. So that's gonna be fun. You know, we're gonna be launching beta cities in Boston, Providence, and Naples. So look out for Chef to You soon. Check it out on Instagram, Chef to You. Check out Jarvis, the real Jarvis Green. Check out Jarvis Green on Facebook as well. We we will for sure. And Jarvis, thank you so much for taking time and coming on with us tonight. No problem, guys. And thanks again for letting me have the opportunity to share my stories and football and Hope to have a great Super Bowl game against Kansas City and Tampa Bay. Yes, sir. Go rest up. Yes, thank you, sir. 
Alright, so welcome to Super Bowl Sunday. Um, we just had two amazing guests to start off our big, big Super Bowl show. Um, kick, started off with John Snyder, co-host of Breaking Balls with the lovely Emily Nyman. Then we went into one of our major, major guests, even though we love all our guests, two-time Super Bowl champion of your New England Patriots, Jarvis Green. And uh, guys, go check out his new ad that's coming to Chefs to You. It's it's going to be awesome. It's, it's going to be fantastic. And, you know, I'm going to make James listen to find out who John and Jarvis pick. I'm not going to tell it. I'm not going to say the score. He's going to have to listen to it when it drops tomorrow. James, you wasn't here for the first two, but for a very good reason, so I'm not going to get at you. But how are you doing, my man? Um, I'm all right, man. Uh, today was just one of a, a very um, tough night for me, but I'm glad. I'm glad we're able to start off this Super Bowl Sunday, man. It's a long time coming, and this was the matchup that a lot of people wanted. The matchup that we all deserve: the Kansas City Chiefs against the New England Patriots. Are two? We have two very good guests. You know, they're fantastic. I can't wait to listen to them. The Kansas City Chiefs against the New England Patriots, huh? Super exciting. You know what it is? You know what it is, guys? And and again, I dropped the L on this. It's still hard to imagine Tom Brady, who left the New England Patriots, right, for 20 years. He just goes to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, a team that were losers. They were known as the Tampa Bay Suckaneers because they only had one Super Bowl, and that was that. And then Tom Brady takes the Bucks, and they go into the, and they go to the Super Bowl, and they're hosting the Super Bowl. That's crazy. But the Bucks, the Chiefs, are a really good matchup. You got weapons. You got star power. You got defense. You got coaching. This is going to be a fun one. This is going to be fantastic, and I cannot wait. Also, don't forget, we got the Super Show starting tomorrow. So at 7 o'clock, you got Barton on, and then this is on 98.7 ESPN. You got our show. We're going to do a Stramaganza Super Bowl. Great guests, great picks. I'm excited. Nick's excited. Super Bowl Sunday. If you're not excited for Super Bowl Sunday, I don't know what to tell you. Um, I'm really excited, and just just to put behind the curtain where, you know, where we're going to take a couple of people behind the curtain here, you know, this this wasn't planned the whole entire playoff run, I'll, I'll be super honest, I started booking around February 3rd, so, you know, and, and it was just, hey, you know what? Let's just do a big Super Bowl show. Let's let let's do it. And and I I doubled our guest list. I didn't think we were gonna be able to get this many people. Um, but it it's it's fantastic. I love it. And and it's it's good for the pod too, right? Because because when you ask people to come on the pod, or or anything you do, they don't have to say yes. They don't have to get back to you. So the fact that I got resounding yeses 
one pullout, but I got another person to replace that person. So, so just to get resounding yeses, and for people that say no problem, always love coming on, you know, it's just, it's just awesome. You know, it makes it makes what we're doing, it's 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 worth it, and it's appreciative. And I want to appreciate all of you, and just say thank you. You know, and and that I don't know, just thank you. I mean, I can't listen like to all for for doing this show and to have wonderful guests to be on our show. I truly, and I mean truly, can think of a better person to do the show with than you, Nick. To get lovely guests to come on that we've had on the pod before. And to just make their Super Bowl picks, man, it's, it's, it's fantastic. It's it's one of those things where, honestly, like, I'm grateful that we have this podcast. I'm grateful because we not only do we get to talk to amazing people, we get we get to we get to do this for fun. We just love doing this, and we have a result. And people just love coming on our pod. And now we have a big Super Bowl extravaganza. Our first ever Super Bowl extravaganza sports dudes edition. I mean, what more can you say, man? And that's that's the beauty part of it all, right? We don't got ESPN backing. We don't got WFAM backing. We're just two dudes who love sports. You know, we we communicate well with people. We're friendly. We, we, we don't force things on anybody. And it's free-flowing. Always bring the vibe. Always bring the energy. And... You know, of course, of course, I had to get a little baseball in there with John, but it's it's going to be full-on football, a lot of picks, a lot of talks, a lot of thoughts, and I think, you know what, I think everyone's going to like it. Oh, I think so. I think, I think, I, 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 we've ever done. I'm going to go out on that limb. This really? is the best show we ever did. I'm, I'm taking that limb because to get these people to come on our show and just talking sports, talking football, especially, you know, this particular matchup. Well, of course, no matter who won, we would have still done this. But for this particular Super Bowl, Nick, you're talking about your, your former quarterback, but, you're, but he's still a patriot in your heart, Tom Brady. Going for his record-setting seventh Super Bowl against an upstart guy in Mahomes who's trying to start his legacy. So it's it's incredible. Like the storylines are great, especially with you know the other stories. I mean, you got our first female ref in, and um, we got our first female referee in the Super Bowl. That's right. We Sarah have a Thomas. lot of black minority coaches on Tampa Bay side. I mean, Lori Lopez, and I'm gonna butcher the name, but 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 her her initials are MJ, and there's just so many great women breaking barriers, and it's it's awesome. Listen, man, we we here we support women in sports. We support women in general. And we we didn't just say that for a stinking hashtag or a stinking like you know oh well we'll just say it for clicks. When we say women in sports, we 
we 1,000% mean it because there are some great women out there in sports that need to be recognized. And we can list all the great women, but they know who they are. And when the fact that they're breaking barriers, taking names, kicking ass, what more can you want, man? This this, 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 this is what makes this country so great, man. These things right here are possible because we put the emphasis on women in sports, man. One hundred percent, and congrats to all the to all the you know Hall of Fame honorees: Peyton Manning, John Lynch, Charles Woodson, Bill Nunn, Alan Fanica, and so many others. Seymour didn't make it, but hopefully next year. And it's it's just awesome. It's it's really great, man. I, I'm actually surprised Richard Seymour didn't make it, but I'm sure next year Seymour will have a chance to make it. He should. He is, to me is a Hall of Famer. Um, the the man's man's a Super Bowl. Uh, uh, I think what two two Super Bowls with the Patriots, if I'm not mistaken. But he's 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 a fantastic fantastic Hall of Famer. But um, but listen, I'm excited for the big game. I know you are, and. All thing I gotta say is, I said when we had Ashley Ashley Baker that yeah, that I'm going that I'm not gonna reveal my pick until our last guest, huh. and I'm standing by it. I am standing by it. I am committed to the gimmick. You will not know until our, until our very last guest. Former teammate Ty Law just elected yesterday into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. And another notable teammate, Richard Seymour, wishing encouragement. Meanwhile, over in the Rams locker room, last look at the... How many days in your life do you remember forever? You know you're about to play the, the biggest game of your life. Before the game, it was, the locker room was real quiet. It's hard to even explain. It was just a huge game. See? I was a bit concerned about how I would perform. You never know when your time is going to be called. Nobody had ever had an undefeated season. I wanted the stage. I wanted to I play. felt so ready. As I stepped on the field, I had a calmness about me. You always want to be in a position to make a play. I'm going to get this ball. I'm coming down with it. I had to make that catch. You don't think at that time about making history. Everything around me appeared to stop. One play, one moment can define anyone forever. Chiefs against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in Tampa, Florida. Right now, it is literally snowing outside in New York. You know, expected 67 degrees in Tampa. Maybe we'll get a little rain. 
for there too. I hope not. Hope the football gods can hold off that rain till till twelve o'clock tonight. But uh, you know, you know, you know, you know. Are you ready for some football, man? Oh hell yeah, man! This is what we've been waiting for. Two incredible teams. Two incredible quarterbacks. Two incredible like weapons on both sides of the, of the ball, man. This is what we wanted. This is what America wanted. This is what you wanted. This is what I wanted. This is what everybody wanted. I agree, and and again, I I put the picture on IG and Twitter. But how how hyped is Sarah Thomas? She again, she is gonna be the first woman to rush in a Super Bowl, and you know what? This is gonna be the first in uh, many. We have we have Lori Locust, and and MJ on the Buck sidelines. You know, uh, the great the great Jenna Lane of ESPN, the great Sarah Walsh. You know, great Aaron Andrews, KK Adams, you know, Mina Kimes, and so many other women analysts throughout all football, throughout all sports. It's, 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 it's touching, man. It's beautiful, man. This is, this is, this is what women in sports should be all about, man. I'm just so glad that we're, we're living in these, in these great times where we can see women make such a powerful impact on sports, especially in the game. And also got to give a big shout out to Bruce Arian's staff, a first-led African-American staff on the Super Bowl, man. Byron Leftwich, um, Todd Bowles, the special teams coordinator, the defensive coordinator. Like, this, this is fantastic, man. We love seeing it out here. Absolutely, and yet again, you know, we got 43 years old Tom Brady, we got, we got 25 year old Patrick Mahomes, and, and I'm thinking the only way we're gonna get a head first dive from Patrick Mahomes, if it's under fourth and two, and it's win or go home, what do you think? I think the exact same thing. I don't see, I can't see um, Reed putting Holmes in any danger unless it's all on the line. It's fourth and goal. The team really needs it. Then I'm going to see Mahomes going ahead first because at this point, it's a big game, man. You got to do whatever it takes to win. So if that means going head first, risk of another concussion, so be it, man. And, and let's just, you know, before we get to a, our third guest of thirteen. Let's 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 go through picks throughout the weeks from our other previous guests. Allie, amazing woman. She had the Bucks, forty two thirty. Courtney Harden, he got the Chiefs, thirty one twenty seven. We got Je- we got Jennifer Mercedes. She got the Bucks. We got Alex Cohen. He got the Chiefs, thirty four to twenty seven. We got we got Tampa. Sports Bay, she she got within ten to fifteen points, and and I'm sure she's going Bucks, but at that time she didn't make an official pick. And then and then we got Alex picking KC twenty to twenty four. We got Valerie picking the Chiefs <laughs> with a seventy three of fifty six score. I don't think we'll get that one. Um, we got. We, we got the guys at Live at Five, the amazing Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans. Stephen got KC thirty eight to twenty one, 
Vic got Casey 37-24 with four touchdowns from Patrick Mahomes. And then we got the amazing Sandy Charles, who we just had on a couple days ago. She got Kansas City. And then the amazing Ashley Baker, who we just had on last night, got the Tampa Bay Bucks 38-35. What's your thoughts on all those scores? And, you know, give us a feel. Oh, Oh, man, that's a... Those are some really good scores. Like, I will say that I think it's going to be a close game. That's all I'm going to say. It's going to be a close game. I think I think a lot of these scores, except for the Valerie, 70, like, something, to, like, no. No, I like, like... 73 to 56. That's a, that's a Madden game. That's, that, that, that's almost to what I had in my third Madden simulation. <laughs> but, um... But I do think it's going to be a very close game. I think I think um, I like I like I said before on off the air and I'll bring it on the air. I can I could see the Chiefs blowing out the Bucks. I can't see the Bucks blowing out the Chiefs. I'm, I will go. I, I will say that the Bucks will not blow out the Chiefs. I don't think it's going to be a blowout. But I do think it's going to be a very close game, especially because Brady is so smart and so strategic. But I think a lot of these scores could be similar to, could be very similar to what the outcome could be. Now, yesterday you you missed Paul for a very great reason. You know, um, Church was honoring your mother. Gave. Give a fantastic tribute to your father. I'm I'm sure he's up there getting ready for the game with some NFL pros. You know, what do you what what do you think he would have thought about today's game, man? If I was a betting man, um, my dad, because because he's not a Brady fan, he definitely would be rooting for the Chiefs right now. Um, also primarily only because he does not want Brady to get, because if I know my dad, I know he does not want Brady to get seven, because he's upset enough that, 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 that he got sick and tied his beloved Steelers, so I know that for a fact, but album, if my dad was here, he'd probably say he'd hope for a great game, because my dad does not like blowouts, like, he hates blowouts, and I agree, I think blowouts are kind of whack, I like and just say right now something to your dad that you would you you would say you know get get getting ready for today getting getting ready for the game watching it with him what's what what's one thing you would say um don't go heavy on the beer because <laughs> I, I have said that to him. I have said that to him. Man brings like Heineken beers and chips. I was like, don't go heavy on it because you'll fall asleep mid, mid-game. <laughs> awesome. And of course, we got the lovely halftime show by the weekend. You know, we're going to hear blinding lights. We're going to hear a couple of other people. He's, he's using this stage within the stadium. They're using other spots as well. And, and we'll... You know, I I wonder if he is gonna bring other, other other people to perform with him. You know, most most people do bring up two to three people, so I wonder that. Um, you know, we're we're about to have John Rook play by play of the Patriots, and it's it's gonna be fun. 
Oh man, um, John Rook, um, it's, it's going to be great. Um, I'm sure that he'll have probably a little bit of emotional ties because he called almost all of Tom Brady's games. So I'm sure there'll be a lot of an emotional attachment to that, you know. And if you're a true, and now I'm going to be serious, if you're a true New England Patriot fan, I mean true. I'm not talking player fans because player fans are whack. If you're a true Tom Brady, New England fan, then I got to say that this is probably going to be the more and more emotional times for you guys. You love Tom Brady. You're going to be rooting hard for Tom Brady. If Tom Brady gets to seven, you're talking about a, a bar that's set so high in accomplishments, achievements, that is going to be very tough for any quarterback between now and whenever we, we are no longer on this earth to reach. Because seven Super Bowls out of ten tries is the hardest thing for any person to do. Yes, sir. So, guys, John Rook couldn't be with us. I hope everything's all right. Um, you know, busy Super Bowl Sunday. We're now getting ready to have two, you know, talented guys. They do their own podcast, The Schmear Campaign, Brian and TW. Uh, and, you know, they're, they're awesome. Brian, Brian is also soon going to be a dad. He's bringing a beautiful baby into this world, baby boy. You know, and uh, again, it's Super Bowl Sunday. You know, I've been watching NFL Network and Sports Center all morning. You know, what have you been watching to to give it a uh, good game? Okay, um, I've been watching a little bit of like ESPN all day. Um, actually, all I've been watching is ESPN all day. Like, you know, people would think because they know me, they know. Oh, I would probably watch uh, like a movie or anime. Nah, man, it's when it's Super Bowl Sunday. My mind focuses all on football, man. That's how it is, man. Yeah, I I gotta be honest too. I haven't, except for this morning, I haven't touched the Hulu, haven't touched any of the streaming service. All all football, just just tweeting about football. Um, and 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 it's it's gonna be said, so I'll say it. Once the clock hits triple zeros tonight, fourth quarter. I'm, I'm sure Twitter will be filled with a lot of baseball stuff. People will be high for baseball. It's coming. You know, you know, Yankees Yan- Yankees hit, hit Tampa February 15th. But for all us NFL football fans, guys, this is this is it till till August 3rd, man, for 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 the start of, you know, preseason. So, let's take this in. You know, where we're potentially going to see a a Carson Wentz, maybe to the Bears, maybe as early as tonight. Maybe, maybe they're waiting as soon as the Super Bowl ends. Maybe they'll drop it, um, or maybe they'll do it tomorrow. You know, we we could see Sam Darnold being moved. So a lot of a lot a lot of things going on, and and they talked about earlier on Sports Center that Panthers wanted to send Bridgewater. Their eighth pick of this year's draft and another pick for Matthew Stafford. So, you know, Bridgewater could also be on the move, man. Yeah, Bridgewater, um, Carson Wentz. Um, now you're now hearing Sam Donald getting some talks. And the Houston Texans have firmly said they're not trained to Sean Watson. So Watson, as of right now, is still a member of the Houston Texans. You know what? I love that. I, I think that's awesome. 
stick to your guns. Now again, just just like I told Ash last night, the bar is three first round picks. That's the bar with others. Now, if you don't do three first round picks, two first round picks, but then you gotta get guys like a Becton, you know the uh, the other good piece for for the Jets, a Chase Young, guys like that. Something that's a star talent because. If they trade Deshaun Watson, that's seven years of control. Okay, so this this isn't freebie day. I I couldn't agree more, man. If if if, if I'm trading you, probably the best quarterback in franchise history. I I, I, I want some I want some pieces, man. I'm we selfish out here in these streets. Absolutely. And a big, big, big welcome to the stars of the Schmear campaign, Brian and TW. First things first, Brian, you're going to be a dad soon. Congratulations, man. But hearing the pod the other day, I heard, and this is a serious crime, man. This is like 20 years in jail to life, you know. You're, you're going to put your brand new beautiful baby boy as into Jets fandom, why? Why would you do that to him, man? Listen, I think that's a that's a tried and true uh, tradition in the Kirsch family. We love uh, pain, pain and misery, and uh, I believe in, in Robert uh, Sala, and I think uh, I, I think my son is going to be born into a new generation of uh, of the Jets organization. I think it's going to be great. Brian, I'm not going to open with that attitude. Well, that <laughs> also runs in the Kirsch family. Listen, listen. I'm all for pain-building character. If, if Brian's son has to suffer, then listen. If we can't fault him. That's his son. So if his son needs to learn how to build character, the only way to build character is being a Jet fan. So I'm for it. I just want to say, let me just say one thing. I think the future is bright. Son, in terms of sports, you know, he's going to grow up a Yankee fan, which is obviously, you know, the best That's kind great. of baseball fan that you can be. And then oh, you, have, you have the Jets and the Knicks, who, for the first time in a long time, people are excited, especially on the Knicks side of things, you know. Um, and then the Rangers are, uh, you know, the Rangers are always involved in the conversation. So I'm not worried about my son's sports allegiances in the least bit. He'll be okay. I'm, I'm worried about, I'm worried about, uh, I just said, and saying that the character is going to be built uh, being a Jet fan. So Jets have the worst character. They're pieces of shit. Actually, no. Uh, if you want to talk about piece of shit fandom, <laughs> if you go no, you go no further south than Miami, and thankfully you can't go much further south than that. And uh, you're uh, going to have to go further south to visit me. <laughs> well, guys, today today is Super Bowl Sunday. You know, Tom Brady's in it again. Patrick Mahomes is trying to do what Tom Brady did in 03 and 04, and that's be back-to-back champions. So, so first, you know, We'll do score later, but first, who do you who do you guys will think will win tonight and why? You want me to go first, Paul, since you're uh, more of the analytical one. That's 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 the nicest thing you've ever said about me. Yes. <laughs> okay. So um, 
First of all, I just want to say that my Super Bowl today is at 1 o'clock when the Knicks face off against the Heat. Um, and I, know I, thought you were, I, I thought you were going to say you already had your Super, I thought you were going to say you already had your Super Bowl today. No, no, not yet. Uh, <laughs> no, but I, listen, I, I, think, uh, I, I think Tom Brady is incredible. I think that he deserves to be there. But I think today, the, the and Tom will disagree because... You know, he thinks that Tom Brady's going to have a resurrection, so to speak, next year. But I think the mantle has officially been passed to Pat Mahomes. And, you know, I, I think they they go in with the upper hand, even though Tampa Bay is at home. So is that you picking the Chiefs? Yeah, Chiefs, yeah. I, I, I think uh, this is Mahomes' league now. Tall? Kurt, uh, Kurt's going to be really mad at me. Because I'm changing my pick from when we recorded. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I wanted to have a surprise. I wanted to have a surprise for the sports dudes with the Super Bowl preview. Ridiculous. My man. No. So, I don't know what, I don't know if it's because there's some bias on some other shit that I'm, I'm working with, but... I think that, I was just, I don't know why, I was listening to a pregame show yesterday, and now I think the Bucks are going to win, so... It's gonna, I think it's going to be the Bucks 28. No, I think it's going to be the Bucks 31, Chiefs 28. I think it's going to be a great game. I just think, you know, I've been saying this the last few weeks, and I don't know why I'm going off of it. The Buccaneers, to win the Super Bowl, you have to get hot at the right time. And the Chiefs really only, like, you know, convincing win in the last nine weeks was their AFC championship, and that's great. But the Chiefs have been playing to their opponent's level every single week. And uh, I mean, they don't they don't cover the spread. And the uh, the Buccaneers, the last time they played, they only lost by three points. And I think the NFL is the toughest league in all sports to beat a team multiple times. Uh, and, and so for that reason, I'm changing my pick. Mahomes have plenty more Super Bowls to win, and I'm picking the Buccaneers. Tall, se- tall, sexy picks, sexy number. We like it. You have. You have great yeah. character. People's minds are allowed to be changed. That that's what makes person. America great. I am the people's person. I'm the, I'm the podcast. I'm the people's podcast. Right, the real podcast. Yeah, I'm a popular person. Wait, what were you saying, Clint? What were you saying before? Keep your money where your mouth is. I, I I'm not gonna. Okay, so I'm not gonna. You know, I'm a gambler. So I don't know if I'm gonna actually bet on the game. For like, what I do in the Super Bowl, and Kirsch knows this very seldomly. Do I actually bet on like the spread right off the bat? Like unless I really love it. My my Super Bowl, like for example, the most money I ever made in the Super Bowl was the was the Patriots Falcons here because I just kept live betting the Patriots, and then I ended up losing money when the Patriots played the Eagles. I did the same thing that year too. But uh, I like to I go by momentum. I'll do a few props. I usually like to do the national anthem prop, but I'm not going to do that this year. Because the information, because this looks like the line either's one not available or two just really inflated. Uh, so I, you know, I have a couple props. I have, a, I do have one. I have one free play that you could do. Uh, in the first quarter, Tom Brady's Super Bowl teams have not um, have only scored a combined total of three points in all of his Super Bowl teams. The Super, the first half yeah. uh, Super, Bowl, uh, I think the first quarter number for the Buccaneers is like like six or five and a half or maybe six or something. So that might not be a bad bet. They've only scored 
All Tampa Bay, all remember one more time, all Tom Brady quarterback teams in the 10 Super Bowls have scored a grand total of three points in all their Super Bowl appearances. But this is probably the best offense that he's had. So that's just a disclaimer in, in all Super Bowls he's played in. Just FYI. That's fantastic. But uh, before we get back before we get back to like more like Super Bowl talk in a quick bit, um, this is Black History Month. And you guys know I'm African American. You know that this is an important this is an important month for me because of not just black athletes but black people throughout the history of society we have contributed and we have not gotten noticed. And I feel like now more than ever, especially in this time, we're getting noticed. So I gotta ask both of you what 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 a couple of black athletes or black or like inventors, teachers or anything in general that inspired you guys? Or who? Black athletes, teachers, and anything, Got any, any, anyone that inspired you guys. Got it. Um, I think, I, I think for me, um, you know, the person who always kind of, I guess, in the sports world, uh, I, I actually, I, I love the story of Jackie Robinson. Uh, you know, my dad's from Brooklyn, and, uh, you know, that's something that's always been close to my heart. In today's world, I think that, you know, I I personally, and, and I can't speak for tall, but I know that we both appreciate athletes that, you know, kind of allow us to, we look for, we, we look for our athletes to be entertainers and you know some take up the mantle of, of being more than that and I, I think that it's just uh, it's nice that people speak their mind in 2021 and uh, you know that's all I personally say um, I guess mine would be Ricky Williams because he's my favorite player of all time I mean also and also and uh, he just, I guess he taught me what it was like to, you know, um, and it wasn't, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't even a black and white thing. I just saw him as like my, as my guy. And he taught me what it was like to have your guy. And I'll always remember that. So, uh, so Ricky Williams would be my guy in sports. Uh, and then maybe outside of sports. Um, there's a few people I'm trying to think of. Um. Obama the first time around. I did vote for Obama the first. I did vote for Obama. You know, listen. I think Obama is, is, is probably one of the most important black people in our lifetime. Of course. Uh, you know, just because of whether you like him or not, this is what he stood for, and the uh, the doors and the avenues that he opened uh, for you know young black Americans. You know, I I also was gonna you know this on, on that same note. Uh, it's a controversial one, but Michael Vick too. Uh, I think Michael Vick is, you know, I was watching a documentary about Michael Vick. Uh, like, I just got ESPN Plus because I bought the Conor McGregor fight. And I was watching the Mike, Michael Vick documentary, which I never watched before. And yes, he dealt with his demons and the dogs and all that stuff. But I think, you know, more so than even, you know, the Doug Williams of the world, just because he wasn't in this age of social media and highlights and stuff like that. But Michael Vick, even Donovan McNabb too, but Michael Vick really opened the door for young Black Americans like Lamar Jackson, uh, like Patrick Mahomes, in a sense, even though it's a different kind of quarterbacks, but like Russell Wilson's of the world. I mean, 
we've now had, I mean, you know, in the title, Michael Vick, it was just him and McNabb, pretty much. And you had uh, uh, Aaron Brooks on the Saints. But now, you have every year, it seems like there's a top black quarterback coming up from college football that's electric and that does things that can really transcend the game. And it combines athletic feats with entertainment. So, yeah, I, I think Michael Vick would be up there, too. That's a good All right, and Brian, give us your su- give us your score prediction for tonight. Uh, so what I say, thirty-two seventeen. Yeah, yeah, thirty-two seventeen. The Chiefs over the Bucks. I like Mahomes. I like Mahomes' whole story. I love seeing him like at Yankee Stadium. I just like the guy. You know, like uh, love the story. I think he's gonna win tonight. And did he both you that. see? Did both you see one night in Miami and the new thirty for thirty Just Win Baby with Al Davis? And Pete Rozelle? I saw the update. I didn't see one. I have not watched one night in Miami. Yet. Oh, yeah, my not, God. Uh, Tall, you got to watch that. Ali, Sam yeah. Cook, Malcolm X, Jim Brown. It's a fantastic yeah. movie, brother. And it's in Miami. It's, it's, about the, it's about the Sonny Liston fight in Miami, right? Yep, yep. That's what I thought. Yeah, I like. I watched the Al Davis one. That was... That was I, honestly, I thought it was a little cheesy with those fucking like, two actors playing them like on the side. I'm like, just give me, you know, give me more Al Davis. Give me more document. I, I like the, I like the meat and potatoes documentary. I didn't need all that bullshit. And 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 Brian, a quick take. What was your thoughts on the Bauer contract? Uh, the guy. The, I I gotta give her all the credit, Rachel Luba. You know, the marketing that they put around him is incredible. He got what he wanted. He's fucking annoying. I don't, I, I don't like the guy. But you got to give him credit for being a shrewd negotiator. And as a Yankee fan, watching the Mets fans get their hopes up just to see it all burn to the ground afterwards, it was awesome. And I, I think we need to remember that that's where the Mets and their fandom belong is uh, hurt. I actually think I hate Mets fans now more than I hate Red Sox fans. And guys, tell the people about the Shamir campaign, man. Tall. Just oh, like like a plug. Yeah, of course. Oh, listen, Shamir campaign. Um, just it, 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 you're gonna catch it midweeks. That's kind of been our schedule lately, just because it's crazy between uh, him and I just getting coordinated with everything. But episodes every midweek. That's at the same assumption that one will be out. And you're just gonna find out. You're just gonna find just about everything on there. You know, it's literally a loaded everything bagel, smeared, smeared with cream cheese. You Same. know, with two Jews commentating. Uh, whether it's sports, life, the Bible, you're gonna have it all. And 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 tell us how much does the ostrich weigh? Yeah, the six point nine pounds. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Tall, we love you, man. Enjoy the game and and. Next yeah. time, next I mean, time we'll do this a little longer. How many other guests do you have? What other guests do you have the rest of the day? We are now here with the wonderful Madison Miller of the Madison Miller Podcast. How how are you feeling about Super Bowl Sunday? I'm feeling great about Super Bowl Sunday. I have some bets locked up and I'm ready to go. Ooh, look at look at Madison out here with bets locked out on on, on, on these airway streets. So before before we do that, I wanna I wanna get some I wanna get uh, quickly because 
when I was on your show, this didn't happen. But now that happened, quickly, your thoughts on the Trevor Bauer $102 million contract you received from the Los Angeles Dodgers? Um, to me, it came to somewhat of a surprise. It looked like he was going to go to the Mets this whole time, but it's just classic Mets from the sense that Trevor Bauer he looked like he was heading there, and then he spurns them and goes to the Dodgers. And now, to me, this makes the Dodgers huge favorites in the National League and big favorites also to repeat as World Series champions. Like, pick them to repeat? I don't know. But it certainly makes them the favorites, in my opinion. And it's something that the Dodgers didn't have to do, but they were under pressure to do something because of what the Padres have done this offseason. But, hey, the Dodgers are showing everybody, hey, we're not giving up, and we are going for it again. And I like that from them. Awesome, awesome. Um, be before we do uh, who who you got in score prediction, James, take take us away to Black History Month. Okay, so it is um as you know, Madison. This month is important. This is Black History Month. Um, this is really big, and not only for me, but for a lot of like black inventors, athletes, history, uh, people that have paved the way in history. So are there any African-American athletes that, that you growing up that you see that inspire you or athletes in general that you like or non-athletes that you want to give a shout-out to on this beautiful Black History Month? Um, my favorite African-American athlete, unfortunately, had passed away last year, and that is Kobe Bryant. He really um, was somebody that I thought was a special human being. Yes, he made mistakes in his life, but he learned from them, and he really um, – helped uh, not only lead the Lakers to a bunch of championships and really um, didn't really age as a basketball player until like the after his uh, turn of Achilles back in 2013, but he really helped raise a great family with his wife, Vanessa, and his daughters are all beautiful, and it makes me sad thinking about his kids and his family because of Gianna, obviously, and obviously she was in that crash, and um, Kobe is just a great guy, and that's someone who I obviously think about when talking about Black History Month as an athlete. In terms of a human being, uh, there's a bunch of them that stand out to me, especially like famous people. Um, a lot of artists out there and a lot of um, uh, authors, and there's just too many to name. So like, if I had to pick one to give a shout out to, I got to say Kobe. That's that's fantastic, and uh, of course today's Super Bowl Sunday. So, what do you what do you think is going to happen in the game, and who do you got winning tonight? Um, I think the game's going to be a great game. I'm going to go with the Kansas City Chiefs to win because they have Patrick Mahomes and the Bucks do not. Um, my biggest fear for Kansas City is the offensive line and the injuries to Eric Fisher and Mitchell Schwartz, and I think that the Bucks. Could get to Mahomes a little bit with Jason Pierre-Paul and Vita Vea and McDonald Sue and Shaq Barrett on that defensive front. And I think that's the case for the Bucks winning. But Brady in that second half against the Packers made me a little nervous. So um, I think I'm going to go with the Chiefs. I think it's going to be a good game. But my best bet for this game is under 55 and a half. I got it at minus 105. The total is actually up to 56 or 56 and a half, depending on where you look. But I think this is an under game, and I think that the Bucks' pass rush will keep them in this game, but ultimately I think Mahomes will make the plays to Travis Kelsey 
and Tyree Kill when it matters. And I think Patrick Mahomes will win the MVP of the game. I'm going to say 27-24 Kansas City. Wow, that's that's a that, that's a big score. I respect that. Um, I am now Nick. Nick, unfortunately, he 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 wanted he wanted to pick the Bucks. He wanted to pick the Bucks. You know him. Big, he's a big Patriot fan, but in his heart, he knows that the Chiefs are going to win. So, but and Nick, tell us the final score that you have. Well, sadly, I do, I do got Kansas City winning this game, um, and I think it's gonna be forty three twenty seven, you know, just because the Bucks, even though they got the better O line, even though they got the pe- the better pass rush, if Fournette and Jones are are not able to at least combine for 110, 120 yards, a touchdown for four yards per carry. It's going to force Brady to throw the ball a little more than he would like to downfield. And if the Chiefs pick it or turn it over, they're not they're not going consecutive three and outs. So that's where the difference is. And if the Bucks are at the goal line, they can't be kicking field goals. they got to put up six. So I'm afraid that the Chiefs are going to win. I love that. I love that. Good job. Now, Madison, now, I know you got some prop bets, so tell us about some of the interesting prop bets that you got on this game. I have a, quite a few prop bets on this game. Um, one of the first ones I put in was Patrick Mahomes to score the first touchdown of the game. At seventeen to one, I think that is a good bet because Patrick Holmes does like to run the ball sometimes, and I could see him putting it in the end zone. And why not take a shot at him getting the uh, first touchdown of the game? Another one I like is a fake punt or field goal. Yes, at nine to one, I think that is awesome because I could see Andy Reid or Bruce Arians trying to pull the trigger on something to uh, catch the opposing team's special teams by surprise. Um, another one is a field goal or a extra point to hit the upright at plus 450. Um, either team to miss an extra point, yes, at plus 230. I have Bucks missed extra point, yes, at 5 1. Chiefs miss extra point, yes, at plus 470. I bet on the miss extra point or miss field goal every year, and it seems to work all the time, and I always get excited when it actually happens. Um, um, and another one I have is a parlay, which is an over 101 payout. The combined team under 56.5, so the total that went up to 56.5, I got that. Um, Patrick Holmes, anytime touchdown. Gronk anytime touchdown. Mike Evans over 63 and a half receiving yards and Travis Kelsey under 98 and a half receiving yards. It's a little bit over 114 to one and the payout is over $2,500. So um, that's one of my uh, my bets that I have out. It's a same game parlay on FanDuel where you can put in a couple of prop bets in there and it's a good payout. So that's interesting as well. Awesome, and Madison, tell the people a, a little bit about your podcast and where the, where they can catch it. All right, so the Madison Miller Podcast, you can find it on Spotify, on Google 
podcasts and obviously the app where I upload the podcast called Anchor. Um, I do podcasts mostly Monday through Friday and I normally recap everything that's gone on in the world of sports and looking ahead to every game that's being played on that night. And on Fridays, I do a big show where I look ahead to the weekends as well because I normally don't record on Saturdays and Sundays barring a guest appearance or an emergency instinct. Um, I have guests on the podcast every once in a while, including James, and it's been on as well. And it's fun. And I suggest that you guys give it a listen. And I also talk um, beyond sports as well. I talk a little pop culture. I normally talk about The Masked Singer and The Masked Dancer on Fox. It's one of my favorite shows to cover on the show. And there's athletes on that show as well. Um, I cover Dancing with the Stars, American Idol, and couple other shows that i like to uh, put in there as well so uh, i suggest you guys give it a listen awesome madison thank you thank you so much for coming on and enjoy the game tonight thank you i hope you guys enjoy the game as well and hopefully you guys uh, come on my podcast sometime soon yes ma'am absolutely